Hello and welcome back to Bat Books for Beginners. This is Nick. Today I'm looking at Batman Spook, which uh, covers issues 102, 3 and 4 of the Legends of the Dark Knight series. The writer was James Dale Robinson, who had worked on Batman and Detective Comics. He wrote the Face the Face storyline. And he also worked on many other story arcs during the run of the Legends of the Dark Knight series. And we've also got art by Paul Johnson. The issues were released in January, February and March of 1998. There isn't a trade paperback at the moment. And you'll find out in a minute whether I think there should be a trade paperback or whether they should just leave this story alone. The story opens with Bruce Wayne inviting six people to a snowy retreat, to a meeting which he has coordinated with Morris Barron, a respected businessman, to discuss an environmental business deal. During a power cut in the mansion, one man is murdered and another is captured, and the kidnapper explains to the captive man that he is the spook, and he says that he's there because someone in the house has killed him. He doesn't know who, though. And as a result, he's going to kill everyone, just to make sure. Bruce tells the remaining guests to stay together as he investigates as Batman. So he leaves them alone in a lounge in the mansion. Batman comes across a stranger in the house who attacks him. They fight for a while and Batman defeats him, but suddenly the spook appears for the first time. Batman tries to attack him, but goes straight through him, like a ghost, before the spook disappears. Batman is in disbelief and is certain there is no such thing as ghosts. Batman then goes in search of the spook underneath the house in the historic sewers. He comes across the spook's accomplice again, defeats him again, and learns the stranger believes the spook to be a ghost. We get some answers from a book in the spook's secret room underneath the house, and the spook was literally an old-fashioned spook, a top assassin who was betrayed whilst on a mission for a corporate company a long time ago. He was tasked with a team to assassinate a rogue general and his band of rebels. The company that sent them on their mission changed their minds halfway through when a better deal was offered by the general himself, and the company gave the team up. The team were tortured and killed, with the spook claiming he died there. We assume that one of the people in the mansion is the head of this company that betrayed him. Batman returns to the others in the lounge. The next morning, they try to leave but are locked in and gas begins to enter the lounge. One of the guests managed to find a secret passage out the fireplace. They take it and a helicopter arrives to return them to Gotham. The spook suddenly appears on the helicopter. He kills the pilot, he fights Batman, and eventually is pushed out of the helicopter. The spook seems to disappear rather than fall, interestingly. We learn that one of the guests was in touch with the spook through Morse code throughout the course of events, and was planning to buy all of their companies once they died at the mansion, becoming rich himself. But he relied on the spook to succeed, which of course he didn't thanks to Batman. And now, Batman, I invite you to join me in the afterlife. 
So in review, I felt the book had a good start. It reminded me of the James Bond series, actually, because Batman was um, contemplating about all the innocent victims that he's lost while he's been on his mission. And that often comes up in James Bond films. At the start of the book, I felt it was a bit like Cluedo, a murder mystery. Uh, and it was, it was a nice change. Um, it certainly wasn't formulaic. It was something a bit different for a Batman book. There are a couple of bad points. Um, the blonde guy was quite suspicious from the start. Um, and especially near the end of the book, he must it, when they were being gassed in the lounge, he magically managed to find a secret passageway through a fire fireplace, which I thought was a bit unusual. But I also thought the murder mystery, although it was a good idea, didn't pay off very well because the strength of a murder mystery relies on your conclusion. And this one was not very good at all. The reveals that Batman makes at the end to tell us that the blonde man was... Um, the blonde man was involved aren't very good. For instance, Batman says that the blonde man shouldn't have known that the spook was called the spook, as Batman hadn't told them that yet. And it doesn't work for readers because these sort of little details we assume have happened, and I assumed that Batman had told them all that there was this person called the spook out there trying to kill them. So you can't do a murder mystery unless you go through every single little detail and make sure everyone says the right things, and then you could observe these things and make a judgement on who you think the murderer is. So the fact that they didn't include these things, and I assumed they happened, meant that when they revealed it, it didn't work. So, for instance, a Sherlock Holmes story gives you every single detail throughout the book, and then at the end, when the reveal comes at the end of the book, um, everything's been laid on the table, so it is possible to make those judgments. And that's the fun of a murder mystery, being able to try and figure it out for yourself. That couldn't happen in this book because they only, only had three issues. They needed more time. We don't have any more time! More time, better book, definitely. Maybe even just one more issue would have been enough, but um, I think it's one of those ones that could have been really good. If you gave it one more issue, it would definitely have gone up in my ratings. So it was worth giving it that extra issue. The spook himself was explained very quickly, and we never found out what he actually is. Is he supernatural, or is he just a man? They hinted at ghost qualities, but never explained them. But he's not a ghost, really, is he? Can a ghost fire a gun? Because this one can, apparently. The artwork redeems the book a bit, uh, with the spook himself looking quite interesting at points. But in conclusion, it was a nice try to do something different with the murder mystery thing, and I credit them for that. But it didn't really work out. As I said, one more issue really could have improved it, and I think they should have given them that extra issue. I felt the story had a setup for a murder mystery, but but then the actual nature of the spook began to, began to develop, and before you knew it, it was the end of the book. So it had promise, and it wasn't a f typical formulaic Batman story, but it just sort of fizzed out at the end with an unsatisfactory conclusion. I want to know who the spook is. Is he a ghost? And what will happen to the uh, the blonde man who was helping him? I had a lot of questions left at the end of the book, and as a result, I'm only going to give it two out of five batterings. That was 
Batman Spook, and next time I'm going to be reviewing Batman Going Sane, a Joker story. We haven't had the Joker turn up for a while, so it'd be nice to see him again. He's always good entertainment. Uh, and for this book, you can either pick up the typical trade paperback or find Legends of the Dark Knight issues 65 to 68 and issue 100. So you're ready for the next BBFB. So that's me done for this time. I've been Nick, and now it's back to Dustin and the guys. Yeah.